need a bigger boat. What a lovely day! I'm having an old friend for dinner. You And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Cinematic Blind Spots. This, what, what episode are we on now? Is this 12 or... I think it. I'm not sure, actually. I think it's 13. <laughs> we're okay. We're getting to the point where we're losing track of our episodes. I guess that's a good sign. <laughs> Anyways, I'm Adam, and I'm Josh, and today we are talking about a 2016 action comedy crime mystery thriller starring Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling. We're talking about the Nice Guys. Now, I remember going to see this movie in theaters, and I was there was me and one other guy. In the theater. Oh, really? Yeah. Now, I think it might have been on like a Sunday night or something. And this, it may have already been out for a little while. But yeah, two people in the entire theater. (laughs) But this movie has a critic score on Rotten Tomatoes of 93 and an audience score of 79. Yeah. Which Shane Black, who directed this, is a pretty like a lot of people like his movies mm-hmm. i'll say that now we had just mentioned shane black and something else just recently what was it we were talking about uh, monster squad oh right monster squad he wrote, he monster, wrote squad, monster squad that was it and he's directed the new predator right so yeah this was written and directed by shane black made on a 50 million dollar budget which i'm like unless it was part of it was like all the old cars in this movie because it does take place in the 70s I mean, plus, I'm, I think they were mostly shooting on location in Los Angeles, in Hollywood. I don't... Well, a lot of times, though, they say that's cheaper. Really? Some A lot of times, yeah. Huh. At least with lower budget movies, they say it's cheaper because you don't have to, like, all your uh, your crew, uh-huh. you don't have to move them anywhere. Right, they're right there. You don't have to pay right for them there. to go anywhere. Okay. They're, all, they're all, you know, mostly based there. Okay. Well, this movie took had a $50 million budget, of which total, domestic and worldwide, made $62.8 million. Those were the, those were the numbers yep. I found for it. Yep. So, not much of a success at all, really. Except critical. It was a critical darling. Yes. Did not make a whole lot of money, though. No. So, I really like this movie because it shows that Ryan Gosling has some comedy chops. He is funny in this movie. He yes. really is. Yeah, he is. Like Russell Crowe, he's just Russell Crowe with you know a little bit fatter. He's just yeah. kind of uh, you know uh, Russell. Crowe. Did he Crow. gain weight for this movie? I think he did. I was like, it looks like he did. He, lo- but... he looked pretty pudgy in this. <clears throat> one. But you know he he's not he's not Gladiator in this one. Oh he's, no, he's no. just this old cop. Or he, old, a former cop, I think, private detective kind yeah, of a guy. Yeah, they're private detectives. He's yeah. the kind of guy you call to, you know, beat somebody up and you know, do it well and not <laughs> and, and be cheap about it. Yeah. So this movie sets up the time period really well because it, it opens with the old school Warner Brothers logo. That and the first thing I even had was I was like, oh, that's 70s cop movie. 70s cop music. Because yeah. I didn't know this took place in the 70s. Oh, you didn't? No. Oh, okay. No. So that was a good surprise for yeah. you. Yeah. So we get this neat shot of like the backside of the Hollywood sign as it flies. And this must have been on a, a helicopter or something. Probably. Because it flies over Hollywood at night and then zeroes in on this one random house. And we see this young kid who's 
I think he was he letting his dog in or something. I forget. Yeah, he was calling his. He dog was calling in. his dog in, and then he sneaks into his parents' room and under his bed, under his dad's bed, finds a porno mag. And I'm like, no, he could obviously tell he he knew it was there. Yeah, I'm like, Dad, you couldn't find a better spot than to clearly. I mean, there's a big space under your bed. Yeah, this is not a good hiding spot. No, it's not. If I wanted to do that when I was young, I had to I had to look for it. <laughs> My dad didn't keep them, but I had a stepbrother who did. Uh, Okay. So uh, it's not like I didn't do this because uh-huh. I did. But yeah, his dad did not do a very good job of hiding it. And he's and he's then we see him. He's like, he so he's walking down the hallway looking at the centerfold. Then we see him in the kitchen. I think he's like drinking There's a glass orange of milk, drink. orange juice or yeah. something. And then he walks away. But out the kitchen window, we see this car come flying <laughs> off the road and start crashing down the hill. Yep. <laughs> and just as he's walking back down the hall, it comes crashing through the house. house. Yep. And oh, he was looking at the centerfold of a woman named Misty, Misty Mountains. Mountains. Someone must have been a Lord of the Rings fan. <laughs> <laughs> Misty Mountains. And uh, this, yeah, this car, it, and, and it's on the, on the front license plate, you see it says Misty M on this yes. car. This beautiful blue Trans Am comes just crashing through his, out in one side and out the other. And he goes down to check the wreckage and finds Misty Mountains was driving it. Yes. <laughs> Pretty much had like a button up shirt on that wasn't buttoned up. Nope. Nothing else on. You may have seen that. You're looking at a magazine with someone in it. The car crashes through your house. You go out and it's actually the person you're looking at in the magazine. Yeah. That's crazy. That would be crazy. Now I got to give this kid points because he does the, he does the, he does the honest thing and he like takes his pajama top off and like puts it over her. But <laughs> right before she dies, she's all <laughs> bloody. She looks up at him and says, how do you, How like, do you like my, my car, car, big boy? <laughs> and then she dies. Now, after this, we get a random video of like poolside 50s? safety. Is this like from the fifties. This reminded me like a fifties learning it video. It looked like it, but you know, it, it's talking about these three kids, and these kids are going to the pool. Let's see what they brought to the pool with yeah. them today. Now, Jimmy has a red towel, and and Ashley has a orange towel, and Stephen has a gay, gay towel. towel, and it's rainbow colored. It's rainbow colored. Yes. So yeah, I don't know if that was a thing in the seventies. And the whole it, it, it's being shown in a classroom. Mm-hmm. They start laughing mm-hmm. their asses off. Mm-hmm. And then we get this narration <clears throat> from Russell Crowe talking about kids know too much these days. And where the camera is following this one very attractive but very young girl out of the out of the school, and he's like, "Take this one for instance. She's only 13. thirteen. Yeah." But she knows things, and she's walking up to this car, this drop-top car with this guy in it that's like three times her age, and he's like, she knows where to, she knows where to find weed, or something like that. Yeah, and you see yep. her sitting on this guy's couch, smoking weed, and, and, and Russell Crowe, who plays Jackson Healy in yeah. this movie, Jackson is, or Jack, I'll just call him Jack. Jack is outside. Yeah, I call him Healy all through my, I call him Healy in March. Those, uh, that's how I refer to him. So. Uh, yeah. Um, so he is outside this guy's house waiting for him, waiting for the girl to leave. And he puts on this pair of brass knuckles <laughs> and he's talking about how he is the guy. Like I said, that you call when you need somebody beaten up. Yep. You need something done. Yeah. Need something done. So he, <laughs> like the dude answers the door and he's just like, are you the guy? I was like, what the hell are you talking about? And he just, Boom! Punches this guy right in the face yep. with a pair of brass knuckles. Then we get to Ryan Gosling's character. And he is... At first you see like he's watching TV or something, I think. 
or listening to the radio, but you see that he's in the tub. He's in the tub. But then the camera pans up a little bit, and you see he is in the tub wearing a full suit. Suit Suit and tie and everything. And he gets a call from his daughter reminding him that her birthday is coming up and that he's supposed to be working. Yes. (laughs) So this this, this next part really sets up the time period because we actually see that this is the gas crunch. All these people waiting in lines, cars and cars and cars, and just waiting in line to get 10 bucks worth of gas or something like that. <laughs> he's a private investigator. He's shaving in his car. Oh, yeah, he's, he's shaving in his car with this little electric razor, and he acts almost like it cut him for a second. Like, yeah. We expect to see blood all over his Because he's face. shaving. He's also trying to read the paper. Uh-huh. Like, he's doing everything. He's, yeah. he's running behind, I it guess. It was the 70s, <laughs> and I guess you could get away with stuff like that. Um, he, he's talking to some old lady, she's interviewing for a job and she's like, my husband is missing. He's been gone for so long. And his name is, I think Frank or something. Yeah. Either way, he looks over, he looks over, he sees an urn on the mantle Mm -hmm. that has this guy's name in it. Uh huh. And he's like, how long has he been missing? She's like, ever since the funeral. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, okay. And then he's like, okay, well I charge this much by the day or something. So he's still going to take the job from this lady, even though he knows her husband. Hey, he dead. knows he can get it's pretty it's much unlimited money. supply. Easy yeah, money. He's going to do nothing and get money. <laughs> so we get a shot of Jack meeting this girl and she is handing him this number or this, this like piece of paper, little pink piece of paper. Like it's the shape got, of an elephant or something. I think it was a cow. Is it, it was yeah. A I, cow. I think you're it was right. The shape it was of an animal. Cow. You're right. And, she is paying him for something like, cause these two guys are following her. Yeah. She, she talks about two guys following her and, and they've been watching about they've her name. Is, her. And, yeah. And her name is Amelia. And she is played by the same woman who, the same girl who played pussycat in once upon a time in Hollywood. <laughs> I <laughs> recognize that pretty early. Uh, she was the one who was like, you want a cigarette dipped in LSD? Yeah. <laughs> now, when you said that, I remember that. I just, I, I guess I don't know why I didn't catch that, but uh, I didn't. Okay. But we also get that March, Ryan Ryan Gosling's character, yes. is also looking for him. He's at a bar looking for this girl. Yep. That, I, mean, I don't know how old this girl's supposed to be. Why would she be at a bar? Because she does not look like she's that old. I love that he tries to bribe this bartender, and he's got a bill, like, folded into a shirt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, what what bill was it? Do you I know? know. Like, I couldn't it? tell. Because the bartender seemed insulted. Yeah. So that's why I, did, I was like, is it a one? <laughs> he's got folded up. It was, it was something. Just it, trying to make it look fancy. Yeah, trying to make it look cute. And he's, he's like, yeah, I made that myself. And the bar, he, the bar he pulls up his baseball bat. He's like, yeah, I made this myself. <laughs> so this, I love this part. Right, yes. This was so funny because he comes back, right, or, um, um, March. Yes. After the Holland bar's closed. Holland March. That's yeah, his Holland character. March. Holland yes. March. Comes back later after the guy's leaving. The, the bar keeps locking up. And he does the thing where he like wraps, wraps his, his hand, hand. In, in cloth and punches through the glass. But he immediately cuts his wrist too. And just blood Bad. starts. I mean blood Blood everywhere. everywhere. It's like. <laughs> and it's like making noise. And he's like, oh, shit. Oh, that's a lot of blood. Like he's going to puke. <laughs> now he's in the ambulance. Now he's in the ambulance. And they're like, we're losing him. We're losing him. <laughs> And then the next thing you see is this nun wheeling him out of the emergency room, asking him if he promises to try to find God. And he's like, I'm looking for Amelia. I'm yeah. trying to find Amelia. <laughs> then we're back to Healy. Back to Healy. He's and, uh, getting ready for the day. And you hear on the radio that they're not ruling out foul play on the Misty Mountains murder. Right. So Because this woman was a well-known porno actress, porn star. And so, yeah, they're not ruling out foul play there. Um, and he's talking about, I guess like just about 
how life is, how how life is hard for him. And we get this random flashback. flashback of him. Him, well, I guess, with his wife. Right? I guess it must have been his wife or something. <laughs> but she, he's there having dinner, and she just goes, "I'm fucking your I'm dad." I'm fucking your dad. <laughs> and he like s- spills his drink all over yeah, the place. Like, like th- what the fuck just happened? No kidding. I'm like, what I mean, the his hell? dad must have been a real, real handsome dude. I mean, he's like, he's in his like fifties. It yeah. looks like he is in this movie. It's like, how old was his dad have been? Well, and also we don't—I don't know—we get how long ago this flashback. Yeah, we didn't get. How I know long he ago. looks the same, mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But yeah, I'm fucking your dad. That's all she says. So um, he is now going to March's uh, March's place, and when March opens the door, he just punches him again. He that, likes to punch people. What in this he movie does a lot, nope. Nope. and tells him to stop looking for Amelia. And he's now 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 March says he's a she's a person of interest. Her grandmother hired him to find Amelia. And he tries for a gun. He tries to pull a gun out of a cookie jar or something and winds up on the floor. And then Russell Crowe breaks his arm. Yep. And when he breaks his arm, <laughs> yeah, Ryan just squeals. <laughs> yes. He's like, ah! I can't I can't even I can't even do it justice. It was so I funny. can't either. So then Healy leaves, mm-hmm. and as he's outside, he runs into March's daughter. Right, who he saw earlier, she was like walking around this vacant lot in the neighborhood. Right, it was just that's up right. The street. Yes. And she gives him a yoo-hoo, mm-hmm. and he's like, ooh, a yoo-hoo? I haven't had a yoo-hoo in like 30 years. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not sure if that's supposed to have any significance, but the next know. thing you see is him walking along with a case, case of yoo-hoo. a huge case of yoo-hoo. And he gets back to his place, and he lives above a bar or a club of some kind. And this little apartment, he gets up there and this guy follows him up there and it's Keith David. the actor. Yes. So yes. I was, I was obviously happy to see him because I love a lot of his voice work. And when he turns around, Keith David pulls a gun on him and then some guy comes from inside his apartment and pulls a gun on him too. I did not get either of these characters' names. Well, they're listed as older guy, uh-huh. Keith David, and Blueface. Okay, that's great. So there because, you go. Because that's what I called him Later anyway. on, I started calling him Blue Man. Yeah, okay. <laughs> they are looking for Emilia too. They are trying, they are tossing his apartment while he's there. And you hear Keith David say, Hey man, I found something. Come look at this. And, and Jack's like, Oh no, 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 don't open that. I'm keeping that for a friend. And all you hear is this, and this explosion of blue dye up the window. <laughs> and the guy comes out. He's like, motherfucker. What the hell was that? Motherfucker. It's in my eyes. <clears throat> so yeah so he spends the rest of this movie as blue face because that dye does not wash off no so we also <laughs> get a uh, march at this other old lady's house mm-hmm. this is the one i guess the grandmother mm-hmm. who has paid him to look for she's paying him to look for misty because she's claiming she's seen misty right. through her window uh-huh they're thinking that it's actually amelia who looks like misty right right now, uh, we also get a wonderful scene of March taking his daughter and all of her friends to a birthday party. I guess it's his daughter's birthday at a bowling alley. Now, they're all out bowling and having fun while he's in the bathroom reading. Yes. And Healy comes in. You see his you see his feet outside the stall, almost like a Halloween kind of thing. <laughs> Michael Myers. And he... <laughs> I love this part so much because he, like... Kicks up no no he doesn't kick open the door he's like hey he's like hey March you in here we need to talk and he just March just pulls the door open but he's still got his pants around his ankles still sitting on the toilet but he's got a gun, gun. now 
He's like, yeah, I'm concealed. Like, I, I'm, I'm and hiding his privates with the magazine he's reading. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hiding his hiding his junk with the magazine he's reading. And then he keeps like the door keeps closing, and he keeps having to reopen the door, and is trying to handle pulling up his pants with this gun <laughs> while holding Russell Crowe at gunpoint. I absolutely love this scene. So now Jack wants him to find Amelia. Him wants to hire him to help him find Amelia. And. uh <laughs> this is where we find out just what kind of scruples Jack has because because uh, March's March's daughter asks uh, March's daughter Holly asks him asks Jack how much he would charge to beat up some girl like how much <laughs> would you charge to beat up this girl in my school yeah uh, so they're looking for Amelia and they find out she's supposed to be at some protest and they get to this <laughs> protest and people are protesting pollution by pretending to be dead. dead. And there's some great dialogue here between... between Especially because a couple of them have gas masks on. Yeah, they've got gas masks on. Some of them do. And and Mar- March is just like, does anyone know where Amelia is? And one's like, we can't talk oh, to we're you. We're dead. dead. <laughs> and he's like, well, did the gas masks not help? And they just kind of like, oh, didn't think about that. <laughs> they're like, okay, which one of you assholes wants to make 20 bucks? And some guy who's laying there pretending to be dead raises his hand. Yep. So he says he's seen Amelia. Amelia was supposed to be at this protest, but she wasn't there. So he's like, I've seen Amelia. She was at this house with some guy, or some guy. What was his name? Dean or something? I, I think his name was Dean. Yeah, okay. it was her boyfriend, and he really died in a house fire. Yeah, they get that this house is burned. It's just a Damn. charred yes. remains of this house. So they're walking through, and some kid on a <laughs> I love and, this kid. oh, this kid was insane. Uh, the guy who who came there said that he was like a projectionist, yeah. and that they were working on like independent films or, right. or experimental films, which yes. translates into porn. And this kid comes by on a bike, and he says that he saw Misty Mountains, the girl from the beginning of the movie, at this house making a movie with some guy named Hat Rack Shattuck. Well, he said Hat Rack. Oh, that's right. He, does he said say Hat Rack, but that's then, right. He does but then, say but then, Hat Rack. But then March is like nobody's named Hat Rack. Now the kid on the bike. Claims, <laughs> claims he's like, yeah, I wanted to see if I could be in their porno because I got a big, big dick. dick. <laughs> he's like, I'll show you for twenty bucks. Yeah, he's like, you want? He's like, you want me to see? You want to see my dick? It's like, no, I don't want to see your dick. What's wrong with you? <laughs> and he says the name of the movie they were working on was How Do You Like My Car, Big Boy. Same thing she uh, said at the beginning yeah. of the movie. And this house burned down the same day that Amelia disappeared. So. Some shady stuff is happening with people involved in this movie. Now, as they're driving along, they see a sign for yes. some porn guy named Shattuck. Savage not, Sid Shattuck. Savage Sid Shattuck. Not Hatrack. Amelia yes. was at his house, so they're going to check it out. This guy's having some kind of a big party. <laughs> I love when they get to this party. You hear this girl in the background. She's like, if you want me to do that, don't eat that asparagus. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, oh, Lord. I can, I, can, I can only guess what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> now as soon as soon as as march gets out of his car he hears knocking coming from his trunk because he told his daughter to go to her friend's house for the night or something and he keeps getting them wrong he keeps saying he keeps the saying one that she Janet. hates yeah. but and it's actually jessica yeah think. jessica yeah. now <laughs> they open the, the trunk lid and she's in there and she's like now before you get angry i already snuck out and she starts to talk to me he just closes the lid back <laughs> on her again and like hands his keys to the valet and the valet's like i can't take that <laughs> so <laughs> They see her. You see them putting her in a cab. Well, she also gets out, and he's like, "Dad, there's like whores here and stuff." He's like, "Don't say and yeah, stuff." Don't say and stuff. <laughs> so yeah, there's whores and stuff here, and don't say and stuff. <laughs> now 
they're walking through and 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 Jack says something about oh see Mary Jane could make it too, and he, and and Marsh is like what are you talking about? I was like Mary Jane marijuana weed pot, and he's like oh okay I can't smell. He's like I got hit in the head I got hit in the head too hard long ago and can't yeah. smell. And Mark and Jack's just like you're a detective you can't smell. This just keeps <laughs> getting, getting better, better and better. better. Yeah. So they decide to split up to try to find uh, Shattuck or Amelia. Now, March is just getting shit-faced while Jack is looking around. And I love, because he, he has a drink, and he puts it down. You think it's on a table, and but, it's actually a contortionist yeah, girl. Yeah, she's just like this woman. He just puts it on her ass. and like you, Yeah, you thought it was a sculpture or something. <clears throat> but she's just like sitting there, all like bent up like a pretzel, and he's like, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so he, uh, Jack is looking around and finds a we a uh, what what looks like should hold a reel of film that says Misty Mountains on it and he opens it but there's no film inside but there's another one of those little pieces of paper like Amelia gave him earlier yes. and it's, it's got something on it about about an airport on it or something yeah so he so that's like a clue now march is now he's he's just talking to whoever he can mostly women He's, yes. tra- he's talking to one of the dancers like, hey, you know, Amelia, he's just getting so blasted. And and through through the window behind this barkeep, you can see into the pool and there are these two topless girls swimming around as mermaids. Yep. And you see him in the pool trying <laughs> to talk to them. He's like swimming, swimming after them. Yeah. yeah, swimming after them. And he's like, you can, he's like mimicking like, hey, I need to talk to you. Um, somehow, but somehow Marsha's daughter, Holly, got back into the party and is in a room with people watching porn. Like, who the hell thought that was a good idea? Apparently that porn star. Apparently she did. She's like, I'm in Cause he, this. Because ja- uh, Healy obviously starts getting on to the guy. Why would you let her watch this? He's like, no, it was her idea. Yeah. Why would you let her watch this? It doesn't make it any better. Yeah, so I'm like, in She the shouldn't movie. be watching this either. And she's like, watch this. I'm in, in this. You're still watching it. Yeah. But, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so March is still looking for Emilio. And we see... He looks dry now, though. Yeah, he looks uh, a lot drier cause, considering he just got out. Now, he did take his suit off when he got into the pool. He got into yes. the pool with just like his, his, his wife beater and his boxers on, basically. So he sees this girl who's dressed as an Indian, and he's like, oh, hey, shoot Pocahontas. me. Yeah, Pocahontas, supposedly. He's like, hey, shoot me. And she's like, pew, and he, oh, he pretends to get shot. And does it a couple of times until he accidentally falls off the, the balcony. balcony. <laughs> And, and it, goes, it's a long way. He goes it, down a hill. Well, the, to, from the from the balcony to the ground was not that far, but it's a right. steep hill, and he's just yes. rolling, 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 rolling. He loses his gun while he's rolling down the hill, and when he gets down there, he sees a girl in a yellow dress who's kind of like <laughs> hiding. He lost his gun, but he's still holding his drink in his hand yeah, when he sits up. Still has his drink in his hand. So, so got some amazing abilities here. He is just like, hey, I, sorry, don't worry, I'm looking for my gun. Um. And and he he recognizes the girl. He's like Amelia. Yeah. But she runs off. So he's sitting there. He's trying to light a cigarette. And he lights a cigarette and finds that he is sitting next to the dead body, or a dead body. They don't know yes. who it is. Yes. It's funny though because when he found his gun, he like cheers for himself. Yeah. He's like, hey, I found it. <laughs> <laughs> but whenever he sees this dead body, he starts to like hyperventilate. Well, I mean, the head is blown out. Yeah. Yeah. Like part of the head's gone. Yeah. He's like. <laughs> He's yeah, like, he does a lot of yeah. <laughs> he, he does some he makes some great noises in this movie. I'll say that. So they find out that this body is Sid Shatter. You know so, who that was? Sid Shatter? Yeah. Who? Robert Downey Jr. Are you fucking kidding me? I looked up that and I was like, holy shit, in an uncredited role. No way. I didn't know that either. Yep. No way. That is too cool. So 
everybody who's working with this movie is winding up dead. Turning up dead. I love that when when they're trying to figure out what to do with the body, like the plan is throw up and then we're going to get rid of this body. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so we cut back to the party and March's daughter, Holly, is still walking around looking for Amelia. And this woman is like, oh, you're Amelia. And, and, and you're Amelia. You know Amelia. And she's like, oh, yeah, Amelia is my sister. And she's like, oh, well, I can take you to her. Now, now Jack and March are dumping the body. Like, instead of leaving it where it is and calling the cops, they decide they should move the body and dump it. And they just throw it over this fence. (laughs) Right. Right into someone's garden party, lands on the table. And that's when they're like, oh, shit, we probably should have looked before we threw that over. Run. Yeah. But then back to Holly. Mm -hmm. They put her in the car and his blue face. Blue face. At this point, I started calling him blue man. Okay. (laughs) And he's like, oh, you're Amelia's sister. That's so interesting. And while and later, you know, they're both back up the, at the party. Jack bumps, literally bumps into Keith David. David yep. And, then, and a fight breaks out. Oh, yeah. Now, Amelia is now. Now, while while Holly is sitting in the car with Blue Man, you hear Amelia outside going, where's my car? I need my car. Please get me my car. And the guy is like. Got got his blue man's got his gun out the door, about to shoot her, and Holly pulls Slam the door, door closed yeah. on his hand and yells for Amelia to and run. Yells for Amelia to run, and then she chases after mm-hmm. her. Now and then March is also chasing. Yeah, but he's but, not. He's knocking people into the pool and everything. Right. He and he gets there, and the valet is like, "Hey, man, the girl you were with was in that car because because the because the car the blue man was in goes. Yeah, he's like he's like the girl that was in your trunk was in that car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess he didn't see her get out, but March like steals this guy's Camaro and just goes speeding off after her. And then we get back to Healy, still fighting this guy. Mm-hmm. He gets him down. He's, he's like, "Get up! Or if you get up, I'm gonna shoot you in the cock." Yeah, <laughs> and and that's when he's like, "I'm like, uh, I, 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 Keith David says something like, "I'll pay you" or something like that. And he's like, "What?" He's like, "Oh, you'll never see me again." And like, "Where are you going?" Like, Detroit. Okay, Detroit sounds good. And just walks <laughs> off. Throws the guy's gun back in the or in the in the jacuzzi or something. So Holly or um Holly finds Amelia and tells her, you know, look out. And Blue Man is like stalking after them and gets hit by a van. Like doesn't yep. even see it coming. Holly tries to warn him, just like, look out! Just <clears throat> boom. And then the guy in the van, you don't even see him, he just like starts to open his door. He's like, oh shit, and just speeds <laughs> off. <laughs> fuck did i do yeah yeah um holly wants well holly wants to help him yes. you know you know amelia's like we need to get out of here yeah um jack tells holly to go flag somebody down blue man asks if he's heard of john I'm boy, boy. Yeah. Like, you heard of john boy they're flying him in he's gonna kill you and everyone you care about he's gonna kill all of you so john boy is obviously big deal and then jack strangles this guy to death and then when Holly gets back, he's just like, I'm sorry, he, he didn't make it. Yeah. And, and then March finally shows up. He's in the, the car. Yeah. He's late to the party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now the cops have all shown up, and they're keeping Jack and March. And Jack and March is like, can I just go talk to my daughter? You got our statements. Can I go talk to my daughter? And the cop's like, look, I'm just following orders. <laughs> and March has this wonderful line where he says, you know who else was just following orders? Hitler. <laughs> yeah. And Jack doesn't even say anything. He just kind of looks at him and then just glances away. He's like, you fucking. And and the cop recognizes Healy, just mm. calls him. Yeah, you're the diner guy. Yeah, the diner guy. Well, no, no, a black. No, it's the lady who shows up. Yeah, this black lady shows up and sees him, and it's like my employer would like to. And it's like, oh, don't I know you? You're the diner guy. And 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 March just like the diner guy. What's that mean? So, 
we are introduced to a blonde lady in the back of a car who says she works for the Department of Justice. Her name is Judith Cutner, and she is Amelia's mother. Which I recognize immediately as Kim Basinger. Yep. <clears throat> and she's asking for their help. She is prosecuting a lawsuit against automakers for the catalytic converter. This, you know, pollution is a big theme in this movie. And the other half of her day is spent fighting against porn. But, but she says, yes. she's like, yeah, half of my day is fighting the lawsuit for the catalytic converter. And the other half of my day is porn. And, and, and Marsha's like, okay, well, what, what kind? Well, kind of what, what, what are your favorite films? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, no, she's against it. Yeah, she's fighting it. <laughs> And he's like, okay, that's good. Yeah, that's really good. So, yeah, she wants to hire them both. Mm-hmm. And, she, and you see her writing a check, and she's starting to write $10,000. Mm-hmm. And she's like, how much do you charge? And he's like, well, we couldn't do it less for $5,000. So yeah, he's like, he's like, we're not cheap. We can't do it for any less than $5,000. <laughs> she's all, all like, oh, you screwed yourself. But now, okay. now, now, the mother is afraid that Amelia, Amelia said, uh, she says that Amelia thinks that she's trying to have her killed. Her mother, she, she thinks her mother's trying to have her killed. Now, March is drinking and smoking by the empty pool behind his house and says that the house is a rental until they rebuild the old house that burnt down. And now we get the diner guy guy story. story. Jack was at a diner when this guy with a shotgun starts threatening people and Jack just beats the living hell out of him. He took a shot in the bicep. Took a shot in the bicep, but by the end of it, he's a hero. He's then he's like, it's the only time I've ever really felt useful. But by this time, March March has passed out. out. He's, He's asleep. Now, as as Jack is leaving, he sees Holly again. And it's nighttime now. She's sitting in this vacant lot reading. And she says that her dad feels guilty about the fire because he couldn't smell the gas that caused the fire that killed his wife. So he's got a bit of a tragic backstory. There. And, and where she's sitting, this is where the house used to be. Mm-hmm. He really has no plans to actually... To actually rebuild it. Yeah. yeah. So she asks Jack if he's a bad person and asks if he killed Blue Man, and he says he didn't. Yeah. We know otherwise. Yeah, we do. Now, the next scene, it's daytime the next day, and Holly is driving her dad's car. He's I, in the passenger seat. I'm I, like, how old is Holly? I'm like, I'm thinking she's 13. She's, yeah, she cannot be old enough to drive, but they stopped at a often. bar. <laughs> yeah, she does it often. She, yes. They stopped at a bar, and he was drinking. Now, they're now they're trying to figure out this piece of paper that, that Holly, or, or that, sorry, that Amelia left at this at this party um it's not a flight number they think it's an apartment number so they they go to these apartments they think are there and oh those apartments are gone so maybe it is a flight number but then they find out that it's at the hotel the airport hotel and they so they go in and ask the bartender if he's seen amelia upstairs or if amelia is upstairs <laughs> and then Marge's like if you want him to stop doing that you better tell us like stop doing what and he just slams the bartender's yeah, face yeah. up <laughs> jack just grabs him by the tie and pulls <laughs> his head down to the bar wham <laughs> so he says that she's in the penthouse but she he says that there are other guys up there new york guys look really serious the kind he's like the kind that don't have any testicles <laughs> so they go upstairs to the penthouse and say, when they when they learn that some guy named John um, something just went up there right before them. So they you're automatically up, thinking John Boy. Yeah, At least immediately I thinking John yeah. Boy. They go upstairs and they find a guy who has had his throat slit. And they see another guy getting shot and they're like, okay, we're going. And they, they don't even like leave the elevator. They just like lean out, see this guy getting killed, lean back, back in, in. And, and push the button. Then you see this same guy from earlier being put through a window <laughs> and just like falling. So, but but when they get in the car, Jack just can't leave. You know, March is being like, "Okay, she's dead. She's dead. Let's just get out of here." Amelia's dead, and he's like, "I can't just leave." And then Amelia boom. literally, <laughs> boom, lands on the roof of their car, barefoot, 
slides down onto their hood, sees them, and takes a shot at them, puts it through the window, but then falls off. Yeah. (laughs) So, at this point, they get Amelia back to Marsh's Marsh's house. And now Marsh had told his daughter to go to her friend's house, but her friend ended up coming there. They're sitting there playing Pong. Yes, that's what I was like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It said that, uh... They went over there, but her sister kicked him out. Yeah. And he's like, oh, your sister's such a slut. Yeah. Her sister, <laughs> well, she's like, yeah, my sister had a boy over. And yeah, he says that her sister is such a slut. So. They bring Amelia. Mm-hmm. You know, she's telling them that her mother is a criminal. Mm-hmm. You know. And she's and they keep saying, so you made a porno. She's like, no, we made, I don't know how she wears it. She's trying to say it's not a porno. Yeah, she calls it like experimental or, yeah. or art house or something. But she finally admitted, yes, it's a porno, but we put in real names. We put in facts. We uh-huh. put in all these dates. Once it got out there, all this information was going to get out there. Uh-huh. And, so, and, and then she tells him that her mom had all these other people that killed like Misty Mountains, mm-hmm. the boyfriend, Shattuck, all mm-hmm. them. <clears throat> Now, this is the point where John Boyce shows up, isn't it? Not yet. Not yet? Okay. No, because first we get, uh, I thought it was an officer, but it's that Tally, that girl who recognized, uh, work, not, not officer, works with, um, what is Kim Basinger's name in this movie? Uh, the mom? Cut, um, Cutner? Cutner, yes. Mm-hmm. Where he's saying, hey, we want you to carry this $100,000, you know, the briefcase. Right, right. And I, as, as soon as she says, I'm like, nah, this, I even put, this, I like, this is fishy. Right. This mm-hmm. isn't right. But March completely trusts this woman. Of course. She's offering him a, a suitcase with a hundred grand in it. But it's for doing something. And I can't, I didn't actually write what it was that he had to do it. Cause mm-hmm. they told him. And we get this great scene while they're driving the car. Right. And all of a sudden he was like, you know, you don't have to drive this thing. Cause March is kind of falling asleep at the wheel. Uh-huh. He's like, no, this car drives itself. And I'm like, this is the 70s. There's no self-driving <laughs> no cars. automated cars in. And then all of a sudden in the back is this giant bumblebee. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, and, he's definitely passed out. And, 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 and doesn't uh, Russell Crowe says something about, yeah, isn't that right, Buzzy? Or something like that. He calls him Bumble. Bumble. Yeah, isn't that right, Bumble? Yeah. So this giant talking bumblebee mm-hmm. in the back of the car. And that's when that's when March wakes up. and Because and, all of a sudden he's like, come on, March, March. And then you hear him, March, March. And the car kind of wrecks, and the briefcase goes flying, and, and they realize, oh wait, that's not money. That's not money, no. And so, of course, March thinks that this woman's been swindled, uh-huh. and not that she's swindling them. Right? You know, he's still not buying it. And then this is where we meet Doctor Malik, which is John Boy. Uh huh. Shows up at Holly's to see Amelia to help her out because played they wanted... by Matt Bomer. Yeah, who is he? The only thing I've ever seen him in was White Collar. Okay, see, I don't know that show, so that's why I didn't really recognize him, I guess. Okay, yeah, I, I recognize him. He's like, hey, it's Neil Caffrey. <laughs> oh, okay. So, you know, he's talking, and, and Holly knows, uh-huh. so she pulls a gun out on him. Right. And her friend's there. She, her friend takes off running, and he throws her through the window. He throws the friend through the window? Yeah. Or, okay, yeah. That's yeah, right. he threw the friend full force through a glass window. Because uh-huh. I was like, oh, shit, okay, he's pretty ruthless. And then we get, you know, Healy and March are back. I think Amelia's already jumped out the window at this point. She might have. But then there's this really long shootout. Yes. Like, freaking John Boy, who's supposed to be this super-duper assassin, can't hit a damn thing. 
No, and he's got a. What, I don't know. Like, he, I'm not a gun he, person. I, I know he pulls out an AK-47 at one time. Okay. He's got a couple different guns. He's just got like a trunk full of guns in his car, and he's just shooting into this house, not hitting anyone. No. <laughs> and then I get Amelia goes out the window. Yeah. Okay. Then Amelia goes out the window. He he, he leaves, leaves in his car and is driving out and finds Amelia, and Amelia runs up to his car like, "Hey, can you help me?" And just pop Boom. right in the head. Boom. Yeah. He's gone. Like. He is the luckiest hitman in the world. Yes. It's like his 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 mark had to come up to him and ask him for help for him to be able to pull off his job. <laughs> so then yeah, Healy and March, they want Cutner, I do have her name mm-hmm. here, to be prosecuted, right. knowing that she's not gonna be. She's mm-hmm. too important of a person. She's too important of a I guess just an attorney. Right. <laughs> I love Holly's like, Oh, I need a drink. And then uh, the rental house is now out of commission because of the shootout. Right. And then that old lady shows up, the one, the grandmother, right, with the big glasses or whatever. Yeah, she that was that was Misty Mountain's grandmother who, who yeah, swore right. up and down that she saw her granddaughter three days after she supposedly died. She thinks her granddaughter's still alive, but they think that she just saw Amelia somehow. Right, and uh, she keeps talking about this pinstripe jacket. Mm-hmm. So she brings this jacket up, and Healy's like, "Wait a minute, I saw that at the party at Shattuck's house." Mm-hmm. Turns out it was wardrobe for the porno film. Right. So then they go to the house where the old lady thought she saw him through the window. And what they realize is that they were showing the film there and it was being projected on the screen or whatever. And she saw that they were watching the porno movie. Right. And that's who she saw. So it was Misty Mountains. But it, was it just, just wasn't her alive. It was just a video. It wasn't the real thing. So now she knows that her. Some reason I put niece, but I guess it's granddaughter. I don't know why I put niece. Uh-huh. So now you had to love this. They go to an L.A. auto show. Yep. All these really cool old cars. <laughs> I think Marge says, what I was like, thanks, buddy. How'd you know my name was Buddy? While there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love that one. Now we're back to we're looking for Chet. That's right. The Chet was the projectionist. Yes. And then... Uh, because their plan was to 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 show this movie at the at the auto show. Yes. Because this this porno was basically exposing like all the corruption that was in the mm. automotive industry. Yeah. For like pollution and and, and and you know not caring about environmental effects and stuff like that. Then that woman Tally, she ends up locking them in a room. She's got a gun. March still can't believe. She's like, no, you're you're not a bad person. This isn't you. Mm-hmm. You know, he's still not buying it. Right. But he ends up. Uh, <laughs> once she pulls the gun on him, he drops down, and gets around Jackson uh, or Healy's leg, thinking he's got a gun in uh-huh. it, and uh, carrying around his ankle. Yeah. He doesn't. And he's like, did you dream this? Like, did I dream it? He never knows. He passes <laughs> out so much. He's, he's like, so wait. drunk for most of this movie. <laughs> yes. Then we get a knock on the door. It's Holly. Uh-huh. She's pretending to be the room or, you know, catering or whatever. They know it's Holly, but that's right. what she's pretending. She comes in and she throws this pot of coffee on Tally, not realizing the coffee's not hot. She's like, what oh, the hell are you doing? Yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, I thought it was going to be hot. <laughs> but then she ends up, it worked out because she slips on the coffee on the floor and knocks herself out. <laughs> yeah. So then we get uh, John Boy finds the projectionist. Uh-huh. He's taking a break. He's out smoking. Right. Then we get a scene of March going out to the bar. Then we get Healy. Oh, that's right. This is and this is where Healy finds Chet dead in the trash. Oh yeah. John Boy has found him. Mm-hmm. 
beat the shit out of him and then, and then killed him. Yeah. Because you can tell he's also been beat up. It's not like he just killed him. He yeah. wanted to make him suffer, I guess. And this is when he realizes that the uh, the film is spliced into the middle. Because they're like, get the film, get the film. Mm-hmm. And they can't find that one film because he's a projectionist. He knows what he's doing. He has spliced it into the middle of this, this auto film yeah, they're auto, supposed to be this, showing. This, like, yeah, newsreel or something that they were showing pretty yeah. much. So let's see. <clears throat> oh, and he tells the older guy. I keep pointing him older guy. That's Keith David. Uh-huh. Anytime I say that. So then uh, Holly hears this while Keith David's talking on uh-huh. the phone in the background. She's sitting on a couch. So, you know, he puts the gun up to her and he tells Marge, he's like, look, I got a gun to your daughter's back. If you don't want her to die, don't say nothing. Mm-hmm. And he does this fake crying. This is Brian. Go- he does a lot of this in this movie. It's yeah. really good. Uh-huh. I can't mimic. I'm not even going to yeah, try. He, he, he can somehow hit these really <laughs> shrill sounds. Then she's he's he's fake crying. All of a sudden, he's like, "Drop down." She's like, "What? Drop down?" And he's he t- he uh, hits him with a chair, shoots him, and then knocks him off the roof. Yeah. <laughs> so old guy is finally dead. It, well, almost <laughs> because he think? pulls Holly. Oh, okay. He pulls Holly with him as he falls off the roof. So March obviously jumps over there to break it up. So now he falls off the roof. Uh-huh. The old guy splat on the concrete. Like a big pall of blood Uh right underneath him. Marsh gets lucky and falls in the pool. (laughs) So, that's good. And then, I I don't think we talked about this earlier, where, uh, who was it that talked about the Nixon incident? Was it Healy? Um, This was earlier, earlier. Neither was talking about some incident where he saw Nixon coming towards him. Because now in the pool... He sees Nixon like swimming in the pool, and he's like, "Oh shit, I gotta get out of here," because it was supposed to be like coming for him for his death. I had missed thought. that part. Yeah. Now we get Helium March in a shootout with John Boy again. Again, yes. and John Boy is still can't can't hit a thing. <laughs> and now Holly has gone back into the room with uh, Tally. Mm-hmm. She's awake now, though. They're chasing after. They're throwing, going for that film reel. Mm-hmm. She ends up throwing the film. It rolls out, rolls out the window. Then, of course, March is chasing after the film, and he ends up falling through a glass roof. Hits, he gets hit by a car, but he's got the film. Yeah. And I love that. He's like, I thought you were supposed to be up there. Did you fall off the roof? Because <laughs> he already <laughs> fell off the balcony. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. And Healy is about to kill John Boy. Mm-hmm. But Holly tells him not. She's like, I'll never speak to you again if you do this. You need to be a good person. Don't do it. So he stops and he's like, you know what? You owe your life to a 13-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she definitely was 13 because I made a note of it okay, when he said yeah, that. Okay, yeah, yeah. So then we get, Cutner is going to jail. You know, they're sitting in the thing. I don't remember exactly what they were saying to yeah. each other. but she's like, no, That, that was where the plot did get a little convoluted. And then she's, I guess, in jail. You get... A shot of uh, Healy. He's sitting in a bar. He's drinking. He's smoking a cigar. Mm-hmm. March walks up. Turns out they're now a team. Mm-hmm. And they uh, they have a new case. They have an ad out. Yeah, I can't remember what he said. He said, I'm sorry you look like an Asian man or something like that. <laughs> yeah. But they're now called, now just called the nice guys. The nice, nice guys. guys. Private investigators or something. <laughs> and they're like, we have a new case. This woman thinks her husband's sleeping with Linda Carter. And he's like, like Wonder Woman or... Linda Carter, <laughs> because she played Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah. So this movie 
was a lot of fun. It was just like it was. I mean, it was kind of like watching an old buddy cop '70s TV show. Just yes, a long that's, episode. Yep, that's what it was. Now, I had hoped that they might make a sequel to it, but I believe the talks of a sequel have turned into a TV show spinoff. Oh, featuring two female characters, and now it'll it's just going to be called the Nice Girls. Of course. Which I don't know how that's going to work out. We'll see. I don't know if it's still going to be set in the 70s. I really don't know how many kind of tie-ins there's going to be. Like, I looked online, and on IMDb, if you just look up The Nice Guys, there are several short films that, you know, are titled The Nice Guys and apparently have to do with this movie, with these oh, really? characters. I haven't okay. watched any of them yet. Okay. I didn't see that. So was this a kind of movie that you would watch on your own, you think? Yeah, I remember hearing about this, and I kind of wanted to see it. I just never did. Mm-hmm. So... I would have watched this at some point. So I'm glad this is the thing great about this podcast, watching stuff that sometimes it's stuff we would never have watched, but sometimes it is stuff that we stuff wanted that we to watch and wanted haven't gotten to, to you. Haven't made it a point from us. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, this was one of those movies where Jonathan called me up, my best friend. And he's like, dude, you got to watch this movie. I was like, okay, sure. I'll check it out. And, and some of his, some of his recommendations have been really good. And this was one of them. Cause I remember just laughing my ass off for so much of this movie. Yeah. It Cause is. it really is funny. It is like, it's got kind of a serious kind of dark overarching story, but there's just some great moments of comedy and it doesn't rely too heavily on like, you know, gag humor or anything like that. It's just funny stuff. Like, like I said before, this movie really proves that Ryan Gosling has some comedy, ability or comedy chops and i love it for that i wish we would get a sequel to this but i'm trying to think of anything i've seen russell crowe in since this movie was made and i can't think of anything yeah i'm not i know ryan gosling was in blade runner 2049 and that was a pretty cool movie that was a really cool movie actually but i can't think of anything else i've seen russell crowe in since this one came out yeah i'm not you sure see anything on, on his that. imdb uh oh my goodness i can't spell his name apparently yeah how did that come up? I do not know, Adam. Well, that's the whole purpose of this podcast, is to get us to either watch movies we wouldn't normally watch or watch things that we missed. Like, uh, you got me to watch Hocus Pocus because I missed that one, so I didn't get to get to let you watch the uh, the nice guys. Apparently he was in... Oh I, oh, I vaguely remember this. He was in The Mummy. Which I'm guessing that was the one with Tom Oh, Cruise. right. He, he, didn't he play Frankenstein, Dr. Frankenstein? No, he played Dr. Jekyll. Oh, Dr. Jekyll. I knew yes. he played Dr. Something. And then apparently he's got... Something came out last year called Boy Erased. Don't know what that is. I haven't heard of that one. And then something this year called True History of the Kelly Gang. I don't know if it's out yet. And then he's got something coming out next year called Unhinged. Where he just plays the man. <laughs> the man. What you mean? He's supposed to be the main guy. Okay. So it's supposed to be coming out of South Africa, I guess. Interesting. I don't know. Did you like, ever see three days or the next three days? No, funny story about that. Back when uh, Joe Blow used to have contests mm-hmm. every week, I actually won a copy of that on DVD. So I have it. I just never watched it. <laughs> you need to do that one because that was a good one. Was it? That was a good like thriller. Kind of oh, okay. Movie. Little unrealistic at some points, but still very good. But, you know... What movie is not going to be unrealistic at some point or another? Right. That's true. So that wraps up, I believe it's episode uh, 13 of Cinematic Blind Spots. I have been Adam. And I've been Josh. And until next time, whether you're in your car or in your theater, always check your blind spots. You guys take care. We'll see you next time.